I just find it funny how we don't know the green flags part three. Right. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. And there we go. It's <laughs> the last week of February, y'all. And we're finally bringing a wrap to our green flag. Yeah. Yeah, it's I can't believe, I mean, February is obviously the shortest month, but not by like a lot. It's only by like a few days, but this this month went by fast. Um Yeah, we uh we intended to finish last week, but Brittany was ill, so now we're back. And it feels it feels <laughs> nice to close it out at the end of, you know, the last week of the month. So, it worked it out. It does. Well. It worked out and we're super super happy to bring in into the green flag, y'all. Thank you for the feedback that we've gotten. Don't forget to leave reviews and subscribe to us. I know we haven't asked after that in a while, but make sure y'all keep doing that so that we can get our get yeah, our shit going. Share with share with your um your homies. Yeah, it's uh it's the last week of February, the end of Black History Month, and um, I know we didn't specifically focus on Black History Month, but we live being black every day <laughs> we talk about our, we talk about we like, don't being black all the time though i was gonna say that our black history our experiences aren't exactly we're not we're not limited to just february the shortest month of the year yeah. so that's yeah. on that we will definitely definitely circle back on a lot of those issues um but regardless we're happy to do something lighthearted instead of all the terrible things that black people experience on a daily so right yeah. uh, <laughs> Um, we only have three points left, y'all. Yeah, so um, if you're just tuning in, um, this is the third episode of a series about green flags. Um, so go back and listen to the first two if you're behind. Or if you just want to listen to the last part, then I guess you could do that too, but you may be a little bit confused. So that's that's what we have going on. So we have three more on the list that we didn't discuss yet. Um, yeah. Let's well, let's fucking get, let's just dive into it. So, first, not first and foremost, but the first one to our last, you know, end of this era is they are actively working on growth and healing. And I really want to talk about this one, Krista. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I actually had a really good conversation at work last week, and we were talking about being crazy. You know, and by that I mean like. Going to your partner's phone, like popping, up. Uh, popping up if they're not, you know, answering, um, you know, going on a finsta to double check the friends, friends, girlfriends, friends, uncles, friends mm. to see what he's doing. Um, just like, you know, just like clearly just not, just not choosing not to believe whatever the person, your partner told you, right? Yeah. And trying to find a way around it. And, you know, one of my coworkers has been with the same person for 20 years. It was high school sweetheart. Like, they've been together rocking. And we had asked her, like, yo, you, was you crazy? Are you crazy? And, like, she was like, I'm a rehabilitated. I'm a, I've been rehabbed into out of black crazy. And, like, one thing she was saying is, like, you know, I would go through his shit. Like, he would leave his, like, phone and I would, like, just look at it or I'd be like, yeah, I texted you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, her husband was, like, I don't know if they were married yet, but, like, her husband was just, like, 
oh, okay, they got to text me what they say. And she's like, well, I don't know. You should look at it. You know? And right. it's like, and he's like, well, okay. clearly you're pointing it out to me. Yeah. Which means you are on my phone, right? <laughs> which means you, you could clearly just tell me because clearly I'm not hiding nothing. And right. Then, if I'm asking you what um, they said, then I'm not hiding <laughs> nothing. But what she was saying is like, one day, one day he just simply asked, like, why? Like, why do you feel the need? Like, mm-hmm. did I do something that is triggering you to, like, you know, to, yeah. to think that there is more than this? Like, and she was like, that question alone made me be like, <laughs> I mean, no, you didn't do anything. <laughs> like, oh, no, I mean, no, I've never caught you, like, cheating. No, you've never, like, you know? Right. And she was like, it, after a while, and I have, like, a very similar experience. Cause, like, if y'all don't listen to all the episodes we've ever done, I told you, I used to go through all types of phones and I figure stuff out. But in, in this relationship, I don't. And the word re- rehabilitated is definitely a word <laughs> I can resonate with. But but I, it's the same thing, like 100%. Like trying to bring that crazy shit into my current relationship, like was not going to, it was just not going to yeah. work. Like, like at all, like 1000%. If I was like, who that? Michael would be like, Here's my phone. Why don't you find out yourself? <laughs> right. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And then like, it's the same question was actually posed to me, which is like, for what? Though, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, like you don't like you can always ask me directly direct questions. That's not a problem. But like, you know, assuming or trying to ask me pointed questions to see if I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. like little stuff like that, like is unnecessary. Like, should I do something? And I'm like, no. And then. In those moments, which I know my coworker and I like agree on, was like you take a moment to really like realize your behavior, you know? Yeah. And I well, realize it's like my someone behavior. has to say it back out loud for you to be like exactly. Uh, whoa! When you don't have whoa, like whoa, no I, answer, yeah. it's like oh yeah, this, whoa, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> whoa! Exactly. And I was just like, huh? He hasn't. Huh? Why am I, huh? Well, in my past, when I had done it, these, these were my experience. Like, basically, it's like you when have I to do looking, your own soul searching. Yeah. Like, basically, like, when I used to look, I used to find. Yeah. And I'm realizing I'm trying to bring that into this relationship, but I'm also trying to make this relationship healthy. You know, but how how does bringing toxic behavior from an old relationship into a mm-hmm. new relationship going, how is that a good foundation yeah. for a healthy, you know, a healthy discourse and trust. And it took a lot of growth and healing. So yeah. it, it took me realizing what triggers me, why does it trigger me, uh, my own insecurities mm-hmm. um, based on past relationships yeah. uh, from different people. You know, we have different experiences with different people that we've dealt with in our past that like, like whatever, whether it's like a nigga embarrassed us or I found out he had a girlfriend right. or I found out, you know, he had a kid or, you know, whatever the, whatever the case is, um, you, you have to like sit a moment, see how, like, how did that really affect me? Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like I immediately just don't trust niggas, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, even if okay, they didn't do if anything. I, exactly. So it's like, if I immediately don't just trust niggas and I go into this new relationship, I immediately don't trust him. And he's actually done nothing at all to me, but be actually right. great. And I'm looking for an issue because I'm just mentally preparing myself for mm-hmm. like embarrassment. And, and yeah, I'm it's, like, I'm a, it's like a defense 
mechanism. Yeah, I think there's like a there's a fine line, and and I don't know. It's like you just have to have discernment, but like there's a fine line between learning from like maybe mistakes you made in the past, right? Like not not noticing some red flags in the past, like um so then you you want to learn from those so that you don't repeat that again. Um mm-hmm. but then I think we like use these defense mechanisms to protect ourselves when we don't necessarily need to just yet Mm -hmm. you know like how do i feel like i could say this better like um okay so someone cheats on you in the past and then you realize like oh like this girl has been texting him this whole time and all this stuff Mm -hmm. right so then instead of you looking at that situation and thinking okay like what were some of the signs that this person was exhibiting that they were like lying Um, yeah instead of trying to figure out those we then say okay well i'm just gonna go through people's phones so that's my like defense mechanism versus really figuring out like wait what signs did i miss maybe because i was so in love or so whatever that I I wasn't looking at the situation critically like I wasn't looking and saying like oh well he lied to me a lot like about where he said he was going and where he actually went or there was always inconsistencies in his stories or you know all whatever like the clear clear red flag yeah (laughs) instead of looking for those things we say like okay so to protect myself in the future I'm just gonna look through everyone's phone and then exactly and then for me it was like realizing where did my innate distrust for niggas even start? Yeah, my daddy. <laughs> you know, so and then, <laughs> so like going, going all the way back, realizing mm-hmm. my experiences, like you know, that have all led up to that one moment of literally Michael acting as that mirror for me, where it's just like, yeah, Girl. and I was just like, shit. So without, with that being said, I once I was able to identify my uh areas of improvement yeah, that could we all you know have areas whatever that we need yeah that we need to improve every single person once, and once I, I i could name it you know mm-hmm. i could re- reflect on it i understood what it was i then quickly understood what michael did not and did deserve mm-hmm. you know in a partner and because i love him i actively worked on changing that that initial thought that those mannerisms those that like that you said that defense mechanism um that thinking you know shit can change in a day like honestly I did not believe I always tell Michael I'm like I did not believe you for like the first good eight months of our relationship (laughs) I'm like this nigga love me yeah but like and yeah it feels really different yeah and like I love her back yeah but like this could go tomorrow like yeah I'm like prepared for that and Michael, which is so funny, like literally from day one, it's like, he's like, you'll see, because I'm like, who clearly not going to go nowhere. <laughs> and you're going to find that out. You're going to find that out real fast. Period. And, and I'm like, yeah, sure, nigga. Like, okay. Right. Well, but be- like, yeah, because of people have said stuff like that to you before, but had whole families and whole <laughs> <girlfriends>. <laughs> So I was like, okay. And, but like, 
here we are fucking three years later engaged. I mean, but I I think, you know, I think too, though, it's like, you don't want to be naive and just believe everything everyone says when you first meet them. So that's not what we're saying, but I think he was just consistent. He like consistently showed you that he was present in there. And then at at some point (laughs) you have to, then it becomes a, okay, am I just not believing this person because of me? Or because of something they actually did. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It was clearly wasn't him. So my point is, you know, I had to rehab my crazy and I did it like Mm -hmm. 1000%, like 1000%. And I did it because I love the person and he deserves a good partner, just like I do, obviously. Yeah. But, and, you know, he does the same for me. Like, for anything that, you know, he needs improvement on, like, that nigga puts in the work to make sure that I get the best version of him and I make sure I put in the work to give him the best version of me. Therefore, healthy relationship. So, yeah, I I resonate with this green flag a lot, y'all. And I know if you're listening to it, you, you understand you know, your experience, you know, right now in this moment, whether the person you're with is, you know, exhibits yeah. the green flag or if they if don't. They're cause... actively trying to grow and heal. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. for him, he could have been like, oh, no, she's crazy. Like at the first sign and dipped. But he really could have. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shoot, this is not not again. Period. Like not not like not again who's trying <laughs> for to real. Like, look at my phone again <laughs> i'm out like instead of doing yeah. that he realized he also realized that okay this is a good sign this is a green flag that she is mm-hmm. actively trying to be different because mm-hmm. no one's going to be perfect like we all have our little things that we need to like work through and, and then, he understood yeah. and he understood he understood what what i came from my experience my mm-hmm. again what i came from and he was able to kind of like redirect that to me, like, okay, so given your experiences before me, you know, how you grew up, all those things, mm-hmm. you know, the people that you've dealt with, the type of people that you've dealt with. And like, I clearly see why you, that your innate thing is to not trust. She's like, but did, have I given you a reason? Because yeah. then people in the past have given you reasons. Yeah, <laughs> right. And you know, and that was enough for me to realize, like, he may he may be onto something, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he might be onto something. So, right. um, so yeah, that that's my that's it that's it for me on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's important. Like, I like recently like had a conversation with someone, and they were like, "It's funny because I didn't necessarily see it then the way I'm seeing it now after like reading this green flag." But they were basically like. Mm-hmm. I need someone like you to like um, help me in a specific area because you you just aren't like that. And at first I was like, okay, yeah, I, I guess. But then at the end of the day, it's like, or you could just work on that. Like, why do you need someone like me to help you work on that? Like, mm-hmm. you obviously know it's it's a problem. Because you're saying I need someone like you <laughs> to like who doesn't do these things to yeah. to help me, but why don't you just start to help yourself? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, hmm, that could be a red flag, because like, <laughs> I don't want anyone to have to depend on me to act right. 
like right. I'm only going to act right if you're around to help me act right. Like that's not a good, that's like so much pressure on someone too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So happy we are doing this today because. I know. Yeah. I'm like thinking through good. stuff, my own conversations with people. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's like you have to want to change for yourself. Sure, for the other person, too, but, like, you really have to want it for you. It's, you know, um, Mm -hmm. because no matter how hard you try, like, if you end up doing stuff for other people, then you're not going to go through with doing it just because, like, you're just not. It's Mm -hmm. it's so hard to stay motivated, especially if you're working through something that's actually, like, very, very difficult to overcome. Exactly. Um, There's a lot more deeper traumas that people have yeah. dealt with that can bleed into a relationship. So people say that um, a lot too about like working out or trying to like look a certain way. Like if you're consistently mm-hmm. like just doing things to impress other people or to yeah to gain approval yeah. from other people, it, you're not going to have as much motivation. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to have as much motivation on those days where you're just like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym or oh, like I don't want to do because you're not doing it for you at that point mm-hmm. you're doing it for them but if you know like you're doing it for you and like you have a certain goal for you and doing this thing makes you happy like the days you don't want to do it it's like no I'm going to do it because I'm doing it for me at this point I'm not doing it for a man or for attention or for approval it's like something right. that you just want to do for yourself um yeah man I mean, we're, all, <laughs> we're all actively gr- working on growth well not maybe not all of us but some, one, of us. <laughs> some of us the ones that are trying to do better now that we know better amen um cool all right moving next, on to yeah, now number one. two they share compatible goals for the relationship this is so plain and simple and i don't think we have to even i hope we don't have to spend too much time on this one y'all <laughs> i hope this is as clear as it can be but um compatible goals the word is compatible. We all have goals, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think it's important to know that some goals may be different. And even though that might not feel like a deal breaker for some of you, it ends up being a deal breaker in the long haul. Mm-hmm. And I think a good example that's kind of like blatant is maybe my goal is to have a child at the age, uh, I need it before 30. Mm-hmm. I need a kid by 30. And then my goal is to be a stay-at-home wife so that I can raise our kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you got to be cool with that. But and then um, the person I'm dating's goals might be, I want to travel the world. And I actually mm-hmm. want to be a, no- a little bit of a nomad. I want to mm-hmm. be able to live here for two years. I want to go to um, Florida for two years. And then I want to go to New York for two years. And then, you know, I'm actually not opposed to going like, you know, abroad for a few years too. And I'm just hoping I can have a partner who's willing to like live life that way. Right. And then you clearly realize real fast that Hmm. you're not aligning. You know, we might have someone who never wants to leave their state. And you have someone Mm -hmm. who is thirsty to make those moves. Like you, whew. yeah. That, like guys, like it. It sounds like it's not like the deal breaker, like cheating, but it is a deal breaker, and it's just as big and it's just as important. And it's important yeah. 
to be having these types of conversations with the people that you are dating. Because I know a lot of people actually just don't bring it up and they just take it day by day. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, this is going to be a no for me. Y'all, <laughs> I need to know every everything. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I need to, I want to know everything up front. Like, obviously, not every single thing is going to come out or like people change over time. But mm-hmm. I, I want to know everything. And like, honestly, too, like, not, not like what you think I want to hear like I want to know because yeah Mm -hmm. you get into these situations where it's like obviously um because we always think of goals as positive things and they are but just because someone like a man or a woman has a goal like doesn't or has a lot of goals and you see them they're super successful and all this stuff doesn't mean that that's the right person for Mm -hmm. you like you have to think about what your goals are too so like Brittany was saying if you want to have a kid by 30 and be a stay-at-home mom and you're 25, like, okay, you're – I'm not saying that that's, like, the white, the right way to go about life. That's your choice, like, if you want to have a kid mm-hmm. before 30. But um, if the person that you're considering, like, marrying wants to travel the world, okay, unless you figure out how you do that with the kid – um Mm -hmm. and then what think about what life would be like for that kid and if you both decide okay yeah I can compromise and like I'll be a stay-at-home mom in Italy for a year and Mm -hmm. raise homeschool our kid or whatever the heck like if you're cool with that then okay sure it could work but if you're like no I'm not leaving California Mm -hmm. and I want to be a stay-at-home mom um and I want to have my first kid by 30 like okay maybe this isn't gonna work um Mm -hmm yeah or maybe like we do this maybe while the kid's a newborn but then when the kid turns five or six i want to be back in california stay at home exactly so that their stability and they can go to kindergarten and, or whatever and and i'm not saying either that goals can't be you can't necessarily like meet in the middle um yeah and i think it's important to state like the couples that meet in the middle are also like willing to make it work that makes sense like they're not they won't hate their lives like yeah because you have to come if it's like if you're going to compromise you can't go back later and then use that against be resentful yeah you can't have resentment because that's not fair because no one forced you to make that decision yeah Um, exactly yeah i mean i was just watching this interview with larsa pippen um Uh, it's very it's so random i don't it was on my youtube and I was like, oh, I was just interested in, like, what she had to say about stuff. Yeah. Um. So if you guys don't know, Larsa Pippen was married to Scottie Pippen, and then they recently, like, divorced. Divorced, um, and now she's dating Malik Yeah, and she was best, was, emphasis on was, best friends with, like, Kim Kardashian for a long time, and, like, the Kardashian family. They fell out, yeah. Yeah, and they had a falling out. So basically she was just going into, like, a lot of, a lot of stuff, but um, she was talking a lot about her relationship with Scottie and how people think it's, like, weird that they're still on good – they're on good terms and like you know during the interview I guess the inner the guy interviewing was like yeah I was nervous at first because like I wasn't expecting him to like walk through the door um and then he left but still like it's just you know I just wasn't expecting him to like still be around but they have like four or five kids together and they're Mm -hmm. they're like on good terms and they're co-parenting or whatever but um she was just saying that, you know, it got to the point in their relationship where she married him when she was 
I think they started dating when she was 21. Like she was a senior mm-hmm. in college and then they got married when she was 22 and they hadn't known each other for a long time, but they were married for like 20 something years. Forever. I think. Yeah. yeah. They were married for a long time. And she was like, I put a lot of what I wanted to do on the back burner because I started, she, I think all their kids, <laughs> she's like, I had like three kids before I was like 28 or something like yeah they just started popping out kids and then you know her kids were her priority and then his career came first and so she was always supporting him and the kids and like didn't really do anything for herself and she was like you know I that was my life um and then it got to a point where when Scotty retired um I started to say like okay now that you're retired I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this because I didn't get to do it because I gave, mm-hmm. I sacrificed um, doing the things I wanted to do, not only to take care of the kids and stuff, but to help you advance your career and support you in your career. And mm-hmm. by the time he was retired and she started to talk about those things. Um, yeah. Because I think she had brought it up earlier in their relationship and it was just like, no, like, no, I want you to be at home and whatever. Exactly. Um, but, and it maybe made more sense because like he was bringing in all the money and, and um, they had all these kids and like he needed support. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. So, but when he retired, he didn't reciprocate that. He wasn't like, um, well, according to her, you know, all the things she wanted to do, he wasn't like, with her trying to help her do it do it or like being the same type of support system to her that she was to him when he was Mm -hmm. trying to you know working on his basketball career um and so it's like you know he he just i guess according to her wanted her to be the same larsa she was when she was 21 22 like just always doing doing for him and like being there for him but Mm -hmm. One of he it just seems like I guess his goal was to just have a wife, um, who was there to do all the things that a wife, quote unquote, is supposed to do, um, mm-hmm. but and just be okay with him being the breadwinner and like, you know, you have everything, so why do you need to do yeah. have a business for yourself? Why do you need to do X, Y, and Z? Like, mm-hmm. it just seemed like he was that's not something he envisioned like his wife to be doing, like not having businesses and working and having to support like her and her businesses, you know? And it sounds like so silly maybe to a lot of people, but there are a lot of people that just want their partner to just be there taking care of the kids or like, (laughs) you know, and vice versa. There's a lot of women that expect, the men to just be the breadwinner and they they are just going to be stay-at-home moms and mm-hmm. that's fine but mm-hmm. if the other person you know they want to do other things like she she probably knew like she she wanted to do other things and she just thought that 20 something years later you know he would mm-hmm. be more supportive of that and he wasn't like <laughs> you know and that's it was, huge guys was, yeah, yeah like that's a lot of the, part of the reason why they they aren't together anymore but their goals in a sense just weren't compatible they just didn't find it out until like being married and had all these kids later 20 some years yeah exactly which sucks but you know so guys yeah, yeah it's important there those those are important conversations to have 
it's also important conversations to revisit because things can change throughout the year. So it's important to mm-hmm. continuously check in with your partner. And, you know, yeah. it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be something that is a shocker, you know, because when you're with somebody, you guys talk about your goals, your dreams, or, you know, or whatever yeah. it is that you're into at the time pretty often. But what I'm telling you guys is listen to them. You know, if they're saying they would be open to moving to Hawaii for 40 years, you're like, okay, mental no, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this is just a thought today, but it's also worth revisiting in the future if this is something that we're taking seriously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then last but not least, they make you feel seen. It's supposed to be seen. <laughs> they make you feel yeah. seen, heard, and appreciated. Yeah. I mean, um, we didn't write this, but there's, yeah. Yeah. But this is important, too. They make you feel seen, heard, and appreciated. Mm-hmm. One, you know that this isn't happening in your relationship when you've left an argument and you don't feel heard, right? Yeah. You don't feel like you feel like you were um your feelings were overlooked your mm-hmm. feedback was overlooked um your effort in the relationship yeah. was overlooked um whether it's a big fight a little fight whether it, or sometimes there's no fight at all for you to feel this way maybe it was mm-hmm. a simple conversation um that you guys shared that you know was important to you and you left feeling like empty um nobody should be in a relationship where they feel this way that's just my opinion i feel like you can have tips i think arguments are fine and maybe you feel unappreciated in that one moment or you know you're like you've been washing dishes all week and you know haven't gotten any help and you Mm -hmm. never got a thank you okay you feel unappreciated or you were slaving in the kitchen and then exactly and nothing complained about one thing you forgot or something i don't know exactly (laughs) and my thing is it's always important to let your partner know when you're feeling these things. I don't feel appreciated this week because I was cooking every day and you complained that I forgot the green onions or whatever. Or I feel, I don't like arguing with you because whenever we're going back and forth, I don't feel like you'll, you hear, you hear me. And I'm always willing to hear you, but it's not given back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, my effort in like this relationship is not seen. It's one thing to give people the heads up, right? I think it's fair to tell somebody to give your partner the heads up instead of just writing them off because they didn't hear you that one argument. But it's one thing where you have to continuously remind them to hear you or, you know, and they are deliberately not listening and not Mm -hmm. giving a shit about it. And that's when you know it's a red flag. I don't think, I think it's just a general statement. I think, you know, I hope that when you go to bed at night, you don't feel like, your partner just simply doesn't doesn't appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, um, knowing that someone is actively listening to you, like not just, you know, not like just have you on the phone and you're talking and they're not really like responding back or whatever, right? Like to kind of have right. the illusion as if you're communicating when really you're the only one communicating, but to know that someone is like actively listening to you, um, having it like dialogue, <laughs> um, with you when you're talking, you're not just like talking to yourself. Um, and if it, maybe you are, um, telling them like something that you need changed in the situation, seeing that they, um, seeing that they will like change what they're doing, right. 
um, and vice versa. Um, and then they just either, I guess it depends on what your love language is too, but like they either tell you how much they appreciate you or they show you in different ways how much they appreciate you. Um, those things are all really important. Like I had a, I remember like I was talking to someone, I I had like FaceTime them. I was obviously like distraught on the phone about like something that was going on. Mm -hmm. And then the person was just on their video game, like not even, um, not even paying attention to the fact that I'm visibly like noticeably distraught I'm very upset and it wasn't even at them it was about something else that was going on just in my life and they didn't say okay let me pause this game because obviously this person is like having a really hard time right now like obviously she's not her normal self like maybe I should pause the game like the fact that that wasn't clicking for that person for me like (laughs) set me off even more because I'm just like yeah what why are you even in my life if you don't listen to like the hard stuff like right when there's like i'm like if there was an emergency would this person even pick up the phone <laughs> like you know what i mean that is a good question to ask yourself like Bruh, if yeah. i got uh, if my tire pops on the side of the road is this somebody i could call yeah and like sometimes they, the answer to that question they, will just tell you <laughs> exactly and it's like and if i call will they have the urgency to come help me or figure out mm-hmm. a way to help me if they couldn't be there or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. help me solve the problem. Like, and if, if yes, then that's a green flag. Like that's great. But like, yeah. th- if for that I don't person, know, then it's a no. <laughs> yeah. For that, per- in that situation, I was like, Oh, I'm done. Like, because what is your purpose if you're not you can't just rock rock during the happy times when nothing's wrong exactly you gotta like also keep that same energy when something's wrong because i would keep that same energy with you you know exactly Um, exactly or i would i would know when someone is obviously upset or Mm -hmm. like going through something because you can when you spend a lot of time around someone you can just tell like sometimes before they even open their mouth and say anything that something is something is wrong you know right um so yeah that's all i have to say about that and well, to some people it just may be like oh this this thing is on the game again like no this <laughs> i hate the freaking mm-mm. i know i don't hate the game i just hate what the game <laughs> does to yeah. certain people that yeah, don't know how to shut it off when something or pause it just pause pause it when there's an emergency (laughs) happening in real life like that's a red flag yeah (laughs) that alone is a red flag yeah and i'm not yeah it's like i don't want to say i hate the game because i really don't it's just i think a lot of women despise the game because it causes um their partner to totally disengage from what is going on in in real life um Mm -hmm. whether it's not helping with the kids or like just not helping around the house and I get sure we have our little we have our things you know we we want to watch our reality tv shows without being disturbed and all this stuff but I think for women especially like for women I notice that our moms and stuff 
Yeah. They don't get that same respect when they want to have some leisure time. It's like exactly they're always, always just on. Just they're always on and they're always on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so whatever is needed in the house or whatever. Exactly. Um, and you know, it's just yeah, it's not fair. But I agree. Yeah. Um, that's all we have. Yeah, and that's it, guys. So you've been rocking and with us while we. We tackled this series, and thank you so much for, you know, listening about green, red, pink, all these flag <laughs> all colors flag. that we've gone through in these last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, stay tuned for next week. We'll, we'll be able to tackle something brand spanking new and also give you some more updates on our lives because hopefully we'll have a lot more. Yay! I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I ha- uh, I'm going to wait to share my update. Yeah, yeah. Let's wait. Let's wait. We'll do a life update. Have, yeah, we'll do, uh, update. we'll do a life update episode because yeah. life is changing. I mean, I've hinted at stuff, but like I haven't yeah. given I haven't given the people an update on what's going on. But um, stuff, yeah. stuff is moving and shaking um, in, in very much positive things, you know, in spite of all yeah. the craziness that's still going on in 2021 oh um to any of our listeners that are in texas like just know that you are still in our prayers like i know at this point um people are getting their power back on and stuff but there is so much Mm -hmm. damage done that Mm -hmm. um you know people lost their lives it it's just so I want to say it's so crazy to me, but it's really not because I think mm-hmm. that's really um, that's really just America in a nutshell. We act like we have it all together. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, um, if there's any type of disaster, we don't have the resources, the infrastructure we need to make sure we can keep people alive. Like So the fact mm-hmm. that people were dying because it was so cold and there was no heat or anything like in america (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is insane um it is that we weren't more prepared for something like that knowing well i mean i guess you have to believe in global warming to start to prepare but you know knowing (laughs) that the climate is changing and we've seen numerous signs of that over the last, like, I don't know, like 10 years probably. (laughs) Um, but yeah, (laughs) but it's like, I, I just, I just seeing the videos of people's homes, like water, like gushing out of just all the ceiling, the freaking going down stairwells, the one that looked like Titanic, or they had mm-hmm. the Titanic music behind the video. Um, p- things on fire, but there's, like, no water to put the fire out. It it was mm-hmm. just, uh, I just, I don't know. It's just upsetting that, like, we live in a country that doesn't even really take care of its people. Um, and their basic needs aren't even met when <laughs> there is, when it, when it snows. <laughs> Mm, like, that is crazy. You know, I've been watching. I don't. I don't know if you watch The Crown. Mm-mm. Oh, I was gonna say the first season, um, and it's like based on true events. It's about based on like Queen Elizabeth and that the whole, not 
yeah, Queen Elizabeth and everything, mm-hmm. whatever. I think they, I think they bring in Princess Diana. Wait, is that an Amazon too, I, show? No, it's on Netflix. Actually. Oh, Netflix show. Okay, I knew um, it was like a streaming but, show. Yeah, but um, in the first season, they talk about the fog. There was like a, a I think three, I'll say like four to five days of fog that was so bad that people were dying in car accidents or getting hit by Dang. cars. Also, like, emissions and stuff. Like, people were, like, literally dying because of, like, this poor air quality. And then, like, because of this, they made all these changes. Mm -hmm. But, like, it just, like, reminded me because there's this character. I don't know if I want to ruin it for anybody. But there's this character who was just, like, it's weather. Like, it will, it comes and then it goes. It's weather. We should really be focused on this, this, this. And, like, despite the scary amount of people dying, he was like, it's just weather. It is what it is. And then it turns out it's like favorite, one of his favorite employees ends up dying. And then like, I don't know if that even, even was enough for him. But my point is like, people be so worried about like the political aspects. Like are the political people be worried about that? They're ready for war, but they're not ready for pandemic. They're not, yeah. they're not ready for weather. They're, all, they're also mm. ready for Black Lives Matter protests, but they're not ready for nothing yeah. else. But, so, yeah. just, ugh. Ugh, it's so annoying. Like, We've seen we keep seeing it over and over again, like last year and this year, all the stuff that we were ready for usually had to do yeah. with like black people and right. all the stuff that we weren't ready for was just keeping people alive, <laughs> <laughs> keeping American yeah. people alive in general as it yeah. pertains to the pandemic, what's going on in mm-hmm. Texas, like people exactly. are struggling to just some people are struggling to stay alive and then the people i'm i saw that did have power their mm-hmm. and their electric bills are out of this world <laughs> for real um and it is not it's, their fault it's like no if they knew that they were going to get charged that much they would have probably shut their own power off <laughs> so hopefully that can get rectified but our prayers go out to everyone that lives in texas like i know um it's crazy I know, like i have family in texas friends in texas and mm-hmm. um yeah i was just like i don't really know how i can help right now because like mm-hmm. they couldn't even get st- it's not like you could ship them things you know like everything was like right. shut down but i think people are going to need a lot of help in the coming weeks and months um so 100%. yeah i'll just keep keep we'll keep our eyes open for um or either like places yeah to donate or or whatever but um and if anyone knows of places feel free to dm us things yes please Um, but yeah shout out to everyone in texas um i think the weather is like getting warmer there again it's just so it's so bipolar man but it is um yeah there's still a lot that needs to be cleaned up there um and oh i wanted to shout out i got um so for those that listen to the podcast faithfully, then you know that we had the Prims on an episode and oh, Maria yeah. has a brand um, yeah. called Stray Life, I believe, or that's yep. the Instagram. Hold on, let me make sure. Yeah. Okay. So the, oh, it's uh, on the tags. It says Stray. So, okay. but the Instagram is Stray Life. So it's S T R A Y L Y F E. Anyways, it's like um, comfortable lingerie, like loungewear pajamas sort of vibes. But um, yeah. 
she sells like sets of like a top and like a like a I think the bottoms are like briefs basically for women yeah or anyone who wants to wear briefs I guess um but it's so comfortable really (laughs) it's so comfortable and like okay the shirt is like oversized which is totally my vibe like around the house just like wearing loose um tops but if you get really hot at night it's nice because like it's not tight it's super loose and the top is like very thin so oh perfect it's like it's so comfortable like it's breathable um and it feels like I was I told her like the day after I woke up in it I was like it feels like you kind of slept like naked on nice sheets like that's what it feels like oh wow it's so soft yeah so anyway shout out to her um Shout out to my dog. Yeah. Um, and the briefs are comfortable too. Like I usually go for like an entirely cotton sort of underwear. Um, mm-hmm. The lining of it is cotton, which is obviously everyone or well, women know that like you want cotton in the in the lining, mm-hmm. the inside. But the I don't know what the outer material is. Anyways, it's comfortable. <laughs> it's super comfortable, whatever the material is. It's like stretchy and... It's just nice. I'm definitely going to buy more once I get settled into wherever I'm going to be cuz y'all y'all if y'all listen y'all know I've been like <laughs> preparing to like just move things and there's a lot of stuff going on. So yep. um but yeah, I bought one set and I'm very happy with it. So and the shipping was Yay. super fast. So yeah, if you guys are interested or you like like loungy type of clothes, you like sleeping in underwear and like light t-shirts um mm-hmm. then definitely check them out again we'll definitely instagram, have to post them on our page too yeah, the so. instagram is s-t-r-a-y-l-y-f-e um so yeah shout out to her black business um Thank i ordered from you. another black business and i'll probably shout out once i actually get the um the stuff but it's a shoe company so Okay. Look for an update on that once I get the shoes. But um super excited about that because that's like a girl I met on Clubhouse and um she's in Canada. Um and she like started a shoe company, like heels, which is dope. Oh, like, wow, creating shoes is not like it's not like creating like clothes. Like there's so much that goes into like creating a shoe. <laughs> not to mm-hmm. say that creating clothes isn't hard, but like Creating shoes is, like, <laughs> this is different. And, like, she designed or they, like, designed the shoe. It's not, like, they bought, like, the same shoes that you see on, like, Fashion Nova or, or Pretty Little Thing, and they sell those, too. Like, it's totally its own, like, design, which is super dope. But, um, yeah. Another black business that I'll save for another episode. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I think... Is there anything, any other announcements? I hope everyone had a good Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> there, was a lot, there was a lot of funny stuff on the internet about Valentine's Day. I don't know if it's because we were in the house, like everyone was just kind of in the house this year or what, but it just seemed like Valentine's Day was like a bigger deal this year. Like for those that weren't celebrating and those that were, um, there was so much like, oh, I'm doing self-care today and <laughs> like all this stuff. It was just funny. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I know you were ill. Yeah, girl. I, we started, but... we had a good start. It just, was a terrible <laughs> just terrible ending. I'm glad yeah. you're doing better. 
Yeah, me too, um, bro. I felt off, to be honest. I felt off almost all last week. Dang. That's why I was so happy to have a day, like, to do nothing yeah. yesterday. I mean, I, like, did errands and stuff. Like, I got my nails done for the first time in a long time. Yeah. But, like, it was definitely, yesterday was definitely, like, my self-care day of just, like, me hanging out with me. And yeah. I finally feel, like, recharged. So that's why, you know, I'm looking forward to getting in bed and getting my sleep, starting right. work tomorrow. Work again, Monday. <laughs> Monday. Um, the weekends go by so fast, I swear. They do. We need to, we need to normalize three-day weekends. Facts. Big facts. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I think that's all we have for this week. Happy to yeah. be back. Record. I mean, we only missed one week, but still. Happy to be back. I know. Again. Um, yeah. And, yeah, we'll have lots of – I'll probably have updates soon um, about what's going on in my world, my crazy – Man. situation but yeah um well just like that stay tuned yeah brissa, brissa out, out.